0: Welcome back to the Darren Batchelder's Multifamily Real Estate Investing Show. Today's special guest is an active and passive multifamily real estate investor who knows how to create long-term wealth in this sector. Vlad Arakcheev, as the founder of Zontic Ventures, Vlad has an impressive track record in commercial property investment and is extremely knowledgeable about apartment investing. He's also a licensed residential real estate agent in New Jersey. Let's hear what he has to say about the potential of apartment investing to provide a hedge against inflation, steady cash flow, and strong returns on investment. But before we get started, if you're looking to invest in multifamily real estate and you could use some help, visit darrenbatchelder.com forward slash investor call and schedule a call today. This episode is sponsored by Cashflow Portal, real estate syndication software that accelerates capital raising. I'm both an LP and a GP in many multifamily deals. I've used many different software applications for the capital raising process, and I like Cashflow Portal the most. I'm so confident in the software and the Cashflow Portal team that I've become an investor in the company. If you are a syndicator looking for a software platform, then let the Cashflow Portal team know that you heard about them on Darren's podcast and you will automatically receive three months off an annual contract. You can find the company at cashflowportal.com. Welcome to Darren Batchelder's Real Estate Investing Show. Each week, you will learn how to grow your wealth through real estate investing, be introduced to the players that are getting it done, and learn how you can get involved. And now, here's your host, Darren Batchelder. Hello, everyone. Today, we have a very special guest. We've got Vlad Arakchev. I hope I got that, that right, Vlad, I appreciate that.
1: Of course, thank you so much. It's perfect. Absolutely. Very good.
0: I appreciate that. Um, well, Vlad and I, this is the first time that we've talked, but, you know, he's an East Coast guy. I'm an East Coast guy and I'm interested to hear what he's been up to in the multifamily world. So uh, typically the first question I ask is how many properties and how many units you're invested in?
1: Yeah. Uh, so far, I, st- I started to do a little LP work, but at the same time, I asked uh, the main sponsor, so I can participate on all the calls and all the asset management calls because I really wanted to learn. So that was my very first deal. So right now, um, la- well, last year we've done six, six deals, four JVs, two syndications. And this year, uh, two syndications so far and working on another one.
0: That's awesome. So my experience, I got involved like five years ago. You brought up the LP work and I invested I started out as an LP and I invested with a lot of different syndicators and that, cause I wanted to understand their style and their communication style and get involved with different types of properties and that sort of thing. Um, but it's interesting that what you said, because I wanted to learn a ton. Right. And, and I asked, you know, different syndicators, can I do, be involved with this? Can I be, and a lot of them were like, yeah, Darren, no, pro- no problem. But, at the end of the day, once the deal closed, they were so busy doing their own thing that they weren't, you know, engaging me. So, how did you get that syndicator to spend the time with you?
1: Yeah, you know what? I they didn't even spend the time with me. I literally said, "Can you just put my email on the uh, distribution? Uh, I mean, when you get the Zoom call link for uh, for asset management calls, that's it." So, I have that's been it. receiving uh every week a link and I log in and even though first i would say 10 calls i was just like a fly on the wall uh they nice. just said hey vlad and that was it uh but later on they were asking for my opinion uh even though they might take it or not take it but i was uh i came from a flipping world i used to flip houses here in new jersey so i know a few things here and there when it comes to Uh, maybe some contractor work, a few things around the house. So uh, one of the questions was uh, about HVACs and piping. And I knew the answer. And I'm like, guys, uh, if we replace, let's say, just the blower, we have to look, make sure that the pipe and the compressor all match. And they're like, oh yeah, good point, Vlad. So, you know, I started adding some value. It took some time. But I literally just said, "Hey, just put me on the Zoom calls. I just want to be. I I want to sit and participate. And they've they did it. They did it. They were they were really nice about it. But that uh, was one deal that I had.
0: No, but that's huge because because I I still learned you know by just receiving like the the monthly email updates and looking at the P and L and and understanding how uh, these deals make money, but. It would nice it would be nice to get behind the curtain a little bit and you were
1: able to yeah. do that. You see how people talk what questions they ask, because before I thought, hey, listen, I'm not gonna ask any questions because it might be a silly question. Right. But there are no silly questions. Like literally, we were, we were discussing stuff about paint colors and primers and uh what I don't know when to do it, when is the proper time to paint and uh, what company to use? I mean, any question is completely, you know, a relevant question. Anything that you can bring up to add the value to the team. So that was my very first deal, and I'm so happy I've done it. And additionally, I helped to kind of bring in few more investors into that deal as well. So in addition to that, I got, I guess, a title of a co-GP. Uh, as well, so it was a LP co gp type of situation, but yeah, it's uh, it was a great opportunity to learn with a very, very experienced team.
0: That's that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So people can learn from that because look, in the beginning, when you're when you're trying to go, whether you're just getting into real estate investing or you're trying to move from single family to multifamily, there's a lot of knowledge that you're trying to gain and. There's fear of the unknown, like what you know. I don't. Um, I'm responsible for a lot of money, and and a, you know it's a big investment, and I want to make sure I do the right thing. And so to get as much of that knowledge upfront is is huge. So that that's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, why do you think that investing in real estate is important for people?
1: <laughs> uh, that that's a great question. You know, one of the best things that people are missing is the whole compounding interest. They just don't understand it because typically we're not taught this. We are taught to put our money in a savings account or 401k and let it grow, or you know let's, let's try to make it grow as possible without you actual, actually having any control, right? In 401k, you have no control. Right. If you wanted to, let's say, invest in Google, you can't go to Schwab or Fidelity and say, hey, invest in Google. No, you're investing in uh, low risk, high risk. That's it. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, two or really, three or four options. You have no choices. And many people don't even take that option. They don't take the choice because they really don't know. It's the lack of education. That's, that's the true thing. Because there's so many other ways to really invest your money. To really move your money, and I'll give you another example. Why do you think all those investment, you know, let's go with Schwab or Fidelity, let's say, those are the popular ones. They are like top five institutions because because they move your money, right? They move it for you. They invest it for you. And you think, oh, well, it's free, right? I don't pay anything. Wrong. You give away about 70% of your profits to them. They give you 30 back and 30 on the gains. If you lose it, they're not going to pay you back your money. They won't. You see, they, they're just going to say, you know what? The market is down. You should invest some more. That's what they say. Why? Because we've been taught this way. Yep. So in That's my true. opinion, people don't know real estate or mm-hmm. the power of real estate. is just education. And one of the big things I'm speaking with. Fellow investors that do flips and wholesale, stuff like that, they, they do smalls. And when I tell them, oh, do you do uh, uh, depreciation? They're like, uh, many say, what is that? And when I say cost segregation, nobody knows what it is. No one. Right. Right. And I'm like, you can depreciate a, a building or a property in five years, the whole thing. And, and they're like, oh, my gosh, how does that work? Is, is this some sort of a, a scheme? I'm like, right. no. It's not, you can do it, anyone, it, they just don't know. And then the whole, how do you get rid of your uh, uh, passive, uh, in, passive taxable and gains and everything and depreciation? It's just, it's just so many things that you have to know, but people don't take advantage of it, either because they're scared or just they don't know. They have no idea. They, they're afraid to ask, um, and I understand why. Because previously, this game was for wealthy people. You couldn't touch it. Because if you have a 506C, which is for accredited investors, you need at least, what, a million dollars, right?
0: Net worth, not including your... Not
1: including your primary residence, residence. exactly.
0: Or or 200,000 in income. Yeah,
1: in income. How Mm -hmm. many people do you know that have this amount of money? Not a lot. So basically, it's, I don't know what, top, let's say 3%, 5% of people. So they're like, oh yeah, that's not for us. That's not for us, it's, it's for rich people. But now, if you have 506B investment for sophisticated investors, for example, you can create a relationship with an operator and you can invest in their deal. You don't need to be uh, accredited. So the the world of investing really opened up and people have to look at the opportunities and possibilities and really compound their wealth. It's all about compounding money, and being involved in, in being in real estate is just one thing. You can invest with your savings accounts, with your Roth accounts, with your HSA accounts. I mean, you name it. You can basically move the money yourself, keep a hundred percent of it, and it'll be tax-free.
0: You said you said a ton of things there. I mean, one is. And I, I fell into this camp, you know, I felt we were, were trained to go to school, get good grades, go work for a good company, climb the corporate ladder. And really, we're all trained to build our income with a company as high as we can get it, yeah. you know, so, you know, you know, just get the largest income possible. If we have to jump ship and go from one company to another company, then take advantage of that. Um, there's not really a loyalty between the company and the employee anymore, or the employee and the company. Um, but when you start, and so then, you know, put 10, 20% away in, and then let somebody else manage it. And I was guilty of that, Yeah. you know, until too. about five years ago. And then I got involved in real estate investing. And what happens is, you start getting around people that start educating you on not only deals on, on how do you invest in de- different deals, but also how to grow your money yeah. and that it's your responsibility. Don't just put it aside and then just hope that somebody else is going to grow it for you. Uh, and, and I was, I was guilty of that.
1: Me too. And you know what, what is you, you put your money with, let's say bank of America savings. Yeah. You make what? 3%. Look at the inflation. Right. What is it now? Five, six, seven? So are you really making anything? No, you're not. Bank of America is. One of right. the tab- banks over there, credit cards, everything. Sure, they're making money off of your money. Why? Because they're moving it. Whoever's moving the money is making the most of it. And uh, there's so many accounts. and And those accounts are not for rich people. Anyone can open a Roth IRA, right? Anyone. It costs nothing. You can put what six thousand dollars into it, and a lot of people go. Um, they also they don't know what to do with it, because you can put what six grand in Roth IRA, for example, and they go, okay, so it's just sitting there, right? No, you can invest that money with somebody, and they're like, well, it's six thousand, it's no big deal. You can't retire on it. I mean, yeah, look look at it. It's nothing there, right? But I always give this example. Mitt Romney. People know Mitt Romney. He used to run for president. When he ran for president, he showed his tax return. He showed all of his books. How come he has $100 in his Roth? How? He's using the same laws, the same rules as we all do. Same tax. I mean, he showed it. Obviously, he didn't cheat, right? Because IRS would have caught him. He showed it. So how did he do it? And we cannot, we think, but we can. But
0: well, we you can, and, right. And the other thing, like, I, I also was guilty of the thinking that, well, let's use Mitt Rodney. Like, oh, he was probably born to a wealthy family and he probably yeah. started with a ton, you know, a ton of money. But, you know, I've been reading books that tell me like, you know, when you look at the millionaire population, it's like an incredibly large percentage that are, that are first-time, first-generation wealth, yeah. like 70% plus. Is, so they figured out how to do it without having the money given to them, with no inheritance. So yeah. That's to your point.
1: Yeah, I, you know what? I, um, I've been listening to Andrew Cordell, um, and I want to quote him what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he's a really smart guy he's investing um in many not not only real estate he's investing in businesses selling businesses really 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 smart guy um and he's saying that you should be responsible for your money where you right. want to move it and how you want to move it right so there's the there's one way that we've been taught and then there's another way how wealthy people do it right so so all you have to do is find out how, and, uh, and you have to be in a circle of people who are doing it, and yep. it's going to happen. You know that's I, one that- I think
0: that's the first step right there. You just said it, is that once you say to yourself, you know what, that's my money. That money that I put over in that 401k that's sitting in those IRAs, that's my money. And how do I best leverage that money? How do I best invest that money rather than just let somebody else do it um that's the first step yeah and then once you decide that then you start asking other people how do you grow it you know because in the beginning you do think it's a scam you know um real estate was scary for me i know the first deal i did was my wife and i bought a new construction duplex and i'd always been invested in stocks and etfs and everything else and Um, I knew that world and that's what I kind of was educated on. But then all of a sudden, you know, the duplex, I was like, I was scared to do it. I had the capital, but I was scared because it was new. And boy, did I see the power of somebody else paying down your mortgage. You, you as the owner receiving all of the appreciation, um, you know, it's, it's been, so then I went to look to go bigger, you know, and the thing is you mentioned compound interest, you know, it's not just about, you know, some people do understand the concept of compound interest where you, all right, I invest $5,000 and or let's say $10,000 and, and you're getting today there's, an, you know, you can get 5% on your money. So, okay, I'm getting 500 bucks a year. And then the next year it's going to be 10500 times the 5%, yeah. but where real, real estate comes into play is that there's leverage. And so the compounding is just so much greater. So you, you know if you were to buy $10,000 worth of Amazon stock in order to get a 100% return, that has to double yeah. in price. But you could buy a $10 million building and maybe you put $4 million down you know, between it only has to go to fourteen million; it doesn't have to go to twenty million. To mm-hmm. Double your money. You yeah. Know, so now you've doubled your businesses.
1: money. Absolutely. People don't
0: understand it.
1: Yeah, that's the well. They, they also think it's uh, um, they want to get rich quickly, and yeah. that's not the way. Right. You it, it's not get rich quick. You have to build it up. It's a gradual, gradual build up. I mean, and it takes time, it takes patience, and it takes, you have to grind it. You, you really have to grind at it. I'll give you an example. For first eight months, I had zero deals, nothing, nothing. I was just building relationships. I had absolutely nothing. And I used to go to, you ready for this? Three to five Zoom calls per day. Network per day? calls per day. Every single day, including few, I went in person here in New Jersey. The reason why I went to Zoom calls is because my markets are Midwest, very select markets in Midwest, and the Sunbelt. So I needed to speak with people, brokers, investors in that market. I didn't care to speak to people in New Jersey because they don't touch Texas, for example, right? So I used to... And you go once, you go twice, you go 10 times and people don't notice you, right? Because there's a room of 50 people, but you go, you know, 30 times, 40 times. And they're like, oh yeah, I know Vlad. I see his face around. So it's consistency. You really have to go. You have to put the, you know, you have to put the reps in. It's like anything, right? You want to, you want to have, you want to have big muscles. Yeah. You can't just go to the gym once. You got to go for like a year right? If you you want to have, you know, uh, good biceps. Uh, But I mean, there's, there's the long way that I just said, or if you have money, you can just get in and be passive investor, right? And get the money and trust someone like us to invest the money with us in a syndication, for example, or a JV deal. And you can grow your money this way right? A lot of, let's say, doctors, lawyers, IT people, I mean, you name it, other business people, they're looking for true diversification. True diversification. Investing in bonds and stocks is not diversification. That's what they're telling you. So you can sleep better at night. That's not diversification. You have to really spread your money around, let's say, and, and I'm not just talking about just one type of real estate and different state. You can do RV parks, apartments, uh, car washes, you name it, you know, uh, land development deals. You can do anything, but true diversification. Really, just put your money with a person, operator, group that you trust, and let it grow, let it compound, and you'll really see results. You'll really see huge results. It's uh, that's what people are missing, and and the most important thing is passive income. That's what our goal. Passive income. That's what we're all going for. Right? It's like Warren Buffett says, if your salary is your only source of income, you're one step away from poverty because you don't know what's going to happen, right? Because look, IT world was doing great. Boom. Every you know Microsoft, all these other big IT companies are firing people, cutting bonuses and everything. There's no job security. It's not secure, right? So what do you have to rely on? Possibly your investments. So if you receive 8% cash on cash return, right? Let's say you invest 100,000, you receive, I don't know, $8,000 a year tax-free. Might not seem much, that's one investment. What if you do five? Do the math, right? You can live off that thing. You can work part-time. People are missing this.
0: People are missing this. So I'm a passive investor and I'm looking to get into my first deal. It's scary. Like for me, I ended up joining a group, a multi-family mentorship group, and I met a lot of different people, a lot of different syndicators. Um, but, you know, if I'm listening to this, I'm like, okay, I get it. I want to I wanna participate in my first one. How do I figure out how to do that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I, uh, number one thing is research. Uh, you have to talk to people. Like, really, a uh, few people uh, reach out to me and say, hey, listen, what do you think of this deal? I'm thinking of investing, let's say, in uh, uh, self-storage. And they said, sure, self-storage is a great investment. I don't do self-storage. I do apartments. That's my thing. Because it's basic human need, right? Food, clothing, apartments. I, I do apartments. I like them. Uh, I may change my mind later. Ask me in a few years. Uh, <laughs> but... I'm like, I'm more than happy to look at the deal for you. I can even show you how to underwrite it for sure and to see how the sponsor is doing. And also multifamily world or let's say commercial real estate world is so small. It's literally, I mean, if you look at any networking event and you go there, you know, long enough, you know, five to seven out of 10 people. They're all the same people. They're all the same people. They're doing the same deals. So if you come to me and say, hey, listen, do you know so-and-so? There's incredibly high chance that I do. And if I don't, I'm going to reach to a partner or, you know, we have uh, networking groups. And I say, hey, who have heard of this person or of this uh, uh, syndicator? What do you think about them? How safe are they? So most important thing you can ask people. Second, you should look at how many deals they're doing in which area they're doing in previous returns so i'll give you an example so if they're doing like quads or eight plexes or something like that and now they're buying 200 units that's a red flag because after going from four units to 200 what do they know about managing 200 doors also if they're buying stuff let's say in california and now they're buying in i don't know florida that's a completely different market that would be a red flag for me too so Few obvious things that you can notice that they're like right away, or you know how it is with leverage, right? So if you over leveraged, if they say, oh my gosh, yeah, look at that. We get, we got a loan for 80%. Yeah, that's, that's a no go. I mean, that's why a lot of people uh, might see that it's a red flag. You want to be under leveraged as much as possible, you know, so it'll be a safer investment. So you look at safety, but at the same time you look at the returns. And uh, speaking of returns, if they're promising you, like you go to YouTube, for example, and you see, oh, yeah, 30% return. Yeah, that's a lie. I can make any deal to look to have 30% returns on paper. All you have to do is just, you know, move two numbers, a few numbers around, and you'll have those returns. Yeah, no problem. Are you going to get them for real? No. You're not going to have them in real life. People are doing it to attract investors, which is not right. Right. So if you, if you look, typically right now in our market, the returns are, let's say, 15 to 20% IRR, right? So if you look at, let's say, within that range, maybe plus or minus, that's okay. But if you have 30, you're like, yeah, that's, that's too much. Or even cash on cash, like one of my investors go. I saw on YouTube, I want 10% cash on cash starting day one, just monthly distributions. I'm like, if you find that deal, let me know. I'll invest. Let me know. Right. Yeah, because those deals don't exist now. Even better times, a few years ago, you know, when the rates were nothing, these deals didn't exist. You know, n- n- not a lot of them anyway. Maybe they did, but I didn't see any. So, yeah, you just just use common sense. And, of course, speak with people. Talk to us. we hear. here.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, I love I love that advice. I'm I'm of the same camp that the you know the, the syndicator that you're going to work with is is very very important. Um, most people I talk to say that that's the number one thing that you you want to focus on is is the group that you're investing with. Um, I typically advise people to first pick their market. You know, do you want to be in Texas? Do you want to be in Florida? Do you want to be and then look for the syndicators that are strong in that market. Yeah. And then develop a relationship with, with them. And to your point, man, I get so many different opportunities to invest in deals, and almost every deal looks the same on paper. You know, it's a double your money in five years, you know, and it's a mix of cash on cash and back end capital gain on, on the sale. Um, And people ask me, Darren, how do you know who to invest with if all the deals you get are around the same? You know, I'm seeing the same thing. I don't know who to invest with. And I'm like, you know, it, it comes with time and comes with investing with different people. And the one thing that's kind of cool, I think, about this business is that, you know, it is a people business and that some people might, you know, relate to you, Vlad. Some people might relate to me. Some people might relate to somebody else. There's, it's not necessarily a right or wrong. All three could provide strong returns on different deals. But you want to work with somebody that you know, like, and trust. So spend the time to get to know people.
1: Yeah, it's it's all about relationships. That's the big thing. People, it, it, It's like, uh, let's just say, um, whoever you feel more comfortable with. Right. You can go to, let's say, one doctor or one dentist or something like that, and you like them versus somebody else. So it's the same thing here. You you just you feel comfortable investing in that market with that person. And uh, of course, you have to look at the team. Forget about the deal. Look at the team. Look at the strength of the team. If they have enough liquidity to back stuff up, if they have any, uh, you know, capital calls or something like that, how many exits did they have. Uh, what were the previous returns on deals? Look at the team, because if let's say the deal is great but the team's not very strong, the deal most likely will fail or will have lower returns. So always bet on the operator. That's the most important thing. And don't. And if you try to get into this, uh, speaking of teams, because I'm very strong on teams, I, I the whole team thing is just my my uh, pet peeve when people say, "Hey, listen." We find a great deal, everything's gonna come, money's gonna come. No, money's not gonna come. You find the most amazing deal ever, money's not gonna come. Nobody's gonna run to you and give you a uh, 500 grand or a million or something like that. No, and you're not gonna find a great team either. So find the team first, be prepared, and then look at for deal. Put your systems in place and then look for deals, so.
0: Yeah, and that's great. You you also mentioned research, do you know? your research. So. Look, you're a passive investor, you decide that you want to invest in Texas, okay? Texas is a growing market. So now you start looking at syndicators. Well, reach out to those syndicators and get on their investor database, okay? So now you have one, two, three, four. Say you have 10 different syndicators that you get on their investor database. Well, when they have a deal, they're going to email out to their investor database, and they're typically going to do a webinar, and they're going to describe what the deal is like. Well, sign up for the webinar. You don't have to invest. This is part of your research. This is, this is how you learn. And now you, you walk away. It's maybe an hour long. It includes Q&A from other investors, and you learn. And then use your gut. You know, you start, you start having a good feeling like, oh, I really like this guy. I want to listen to his next deal. You know, or you're like, you know what? This guy just rubs me the wrong way. I don't really want to do business with them. You know? Yeah, I,
1: that- I do the same thing. Hey, listen, I signed up for webinars. Not, be, not because I, I'm looking to invest with others. I'm investing in my own deals. Right. Um, I want to learn. I want to learn how they do presentations. The, yeah. that, that's how we do. Because, and also, when they mention something, they I, I might be like, hmm, listen, that might be the market that I wanna, you know, dig into. You know, like we were investing in Florida, and then somebody was mentioning Carolinas. I'm like, nah, we got Florida, we're good. And now the insurance doubled in Florida, and I'm like, hold on, we have to explore Carolinas. Boom, got two three deals in the Carolinas. Wow. So it, it's 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 really That's one smart. thing following another. One yeah. thing follows another. So once you in that I want to say in that circle, you keep on churning. It, 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 it's the same thing going and, and people are giving out ideas. And the cool thing that I've noticed is when it comes to real estate, th- th- this is really awesome. Because most of us came from basically nothing, from the same space. Like I started to be a realtor, still am, a residential agent in New Jersey that flips wholesaling, moved on to uh, multifamily and you know syndications. Most people that I speak with kind of did the same tra- trajectory. So we know where we came from, basically from nothing, zero, right? So I signed up with Jake and Gino, which is a multifamily mastermind. So, and that's how I started to network and my education. That's how it started. So a lot of people have the same path. So we are very open to sharing because we came from zero and, you know, still learning every day. You'll never stop learning. It's a constant learning experience. But we're very happy to share what have we, what we learned. It, it, it's, it's all about give and take. It's, like
0: it's, a di- it's a definitely a different industry because yeah. it's not like that in a lot of different industries. It's I found the same thing. Yeah. You know, people that have way more experience are willing to share with me. I'm willing to share with the next guy that's just coming up. And, and people, you know, reach up their hand and reach down their hand, and like it's just very collaborative. Yeah. And probably because it's team focused. Um, you never know when you're going to partner with somebody. But that's exactly the um,
1: it. That the team is key because if let's say you have the best team out there, and I, I can name, let's say, top I don't know three, four teams that that do a lot of business. They reached out and they said, "Hey, Vlad, we have two deals. Can you help us with?" let's say, uh, investor relations, or can you help us? Or uh, uh, you guys are vertically integrated in Texas. Why don't you uh, you know, manage the property? Let's do it together. It's a collaboration because it goes back and forth, right? For it, 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 that's exactly how it works. Uh, additionally, if I find a deal and it doesn't work for me, I'm not going to be like, hey, listen, that's it. It's not for me. No, I'll know someone who might buy it and I'll recommend it. I'll be like you know what it's not for me, but they will. They'll take a look at it. Like I'll give you an example. Somebody came over and they said, "You go to a lot of networking events. If you see someone selling storage, self-storage, let me know. We'll buy self-storage all over the United States, Canada and Mexico." And they said, "Sure. Yeah, I don't know much about self-storage. I, I don't want. They're like, "Don't worry about it. Just just connect me." Right. Just literally make a connection. That's all I need from you. And uh, I'm like, sure, I can do that. No problem. So now I'm gonna look out for self-storage, not for me, but for a uh, friend um, in the community. So that's exactly how these deals get done.
0: That's, that's huge. And then, the, and then you give him a deal, and then he may end up finding a multifamily deal that he knows is a good fit for you, and he connects you. Yeah. And um, that's kind of the world, way the world works. Going back to what you said about the webinars, I remember when I was going after my first syndication, deal. There were some deals that I lost and I knew the people that won the deal. And I signed on to their webinar because I'm like, how are they able to pay more than me? Like they're, I know they're using the same underwriting parameters. Like what are, what are they putting in their business plan? And then I watch and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, they put, they did this. They're going to implement this in their business plan, which is going to bring in more income. So they were able to pay a higher price. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden that gives me that idea for the the next opportunity, you know? So it's it's always learning.
1: Yeah, and and listen, you can always request a model of financials from, from a syndicator. If they say no to you, they're trying to hide something. Typically, you can request the whole data room with all the financials, everything, insurance, the whole nine, because think about it this way. You're not investing in a deal. You're a partner in a deal. You're not just an investor. You're a partner in the deal. You're a passive partner. So as a partner, you have a right to request any financials. You can say, okay, who's your lender? What is your rate? How did you get it? Who's your insurance person? I mean, literally just you can request anything because this monthly reporting done, uh, that sometimes the quarterly just kind of varies. And we report absolutely everything, incredibly transparent. How many turns we did, what CapEx projects we're doing, what is our next goal, how much are we spending? Like, we're trying to remove three trees from from, from our property because the roots were damaging or potentially would damage the foundation. We said, hey, listen, it's going to cost $5,000 per tree to remove it. Somebody said, can you find a lower quote than $5,000? And that was a passive investor asked, why? Because it's his money. If we spend less money on removing trees, he'll get higher return. So it's perfectly okay to be like, hey, listen, did you shop around? It's a perfectly valid question. And I'm like, okay, we bought a property for 19 million and it's 15,000 to remove three trees. So, I mean, is that, yeah, it's a valid question. Sure, you can ask that question. Absolutely. And we replied, we shopped. And we showed them few quotes that we received to remove the trees. So it's completely valid to ask something like this because you're a partner.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So let's pivot to like, we're in a, we've got some headwinds, right? Mainly interest rates. Yeah. Interest rates have, have gone up dramatically. Uh, transaction volumes have gone down dramatically. Um, so there's some people like, are you on the sidelines or do you continue to look at deals? what's what's your take?
1: You know what I there's a lot of people on the sidelines and uh, you know it is what it is based on their situation, they can sit on the sidelines and wait till you know all the loans come due what Q4 or the whole next year are they saying you know all those arms coming due um, and they're gonna pick up properties cheap. but the deals here now. You just look harder for them. To give you an example, it's September now. Just this year, up until September, we underwrote over 209 deals. 209, bought two, underwrote 209. So you look at the volume. Before, a few years ago, it was basically, I would say, anywhere from 70 to 100 deals you can pick up one because it's just higher volume, the rates are lower, there's, there's more you know, there's more stuff going around. People are selling faster as well. Now people are holding on, you know, they don't want to sell because we're giving them lower offers, obviously, because insurance went up, uh, the rates went up. But what we're doing is we do a lot of loan assumptions. We try to do creative financing when it comes to that. Um, let the seller be in the deal or hold the note. Uh, we We try to incorporate all these different things into making the deal work it's it's not like you you have to change you have to pivot it's like you're cruising 50 mile an hour on a highway you hit traffic what do you do you don't just stop and do nothing right you don't pull over no you change a lane you keep on going but slower so it's the same thing here in real estate you you adjust right so we looked at the stuff in florida it was not cash flowing at all for some people it does but it just doesn't. So we pivoted. We moved to another state. We found a team that's pretty strong in that state. We're doing great, right? So same thing with uh, insurance. We move into a different area. We like Houston, Dallas. In Houston, insurance doubled. So we are now more active in Dallas. So you don't, I, we don't stop. So deals are there. Uh, my team, or our team, I should say, uh, closed more deals uh, separately uh, because they they do a lot of ground up development. They do storage. I don't do those. So I said, hey guys, you do you. You know you can do that ground development, which is perfectly okay. I'm gonna you know look for uh, a multifamily, and when I find it, we get together, we collaborate, and we buy it. And that's exactly how it happens. You know. So it's it's whatever you feel comfortable with. Um, we buy actively and the deals are working yeah
0: yeah i mean just- i think that if, the, if the deals work then then you keep on plugging i'm still i'm still active like you said it's more difficult finding deals but you know i'm i'm not on the sidelines i'm i'm continuing to look at at deals and that time might come where there where there is or just a flood of defaults but the flip side is it might not come You know, like, and you might revert back and then all of a sudden we'll be glad that we, we ended up getting in when we did. Um, I I know during COVID as an owner, we were all scared, you know, is this going to be a ton of distressed deals? And it just didn't happen. Yeah. You know,
1: one thing that people say uh, that if I ask, what is your number one regret? They're like not buying enough real estate that always keep buying. There's deals everywhere. There's just less of them, but they're there. So if the deal works, it just works. It doesn't matter if the insurance went from, let's say, $900 to $1,600. If it's cash flowing and you can get good debt on it and it, it, it it's safe, it's a good investment, go for it. Why not? It, 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 because when, let's say, the deals come down, I mean, the rates come down and there's more deals out there, let's say people are selling, what do you think? Everybody else are going to start buying too. So you're going to have more competition, right? Absolutely. So the, the prices will go up. The prices will go higher. It's the same with real estate space here in New Jersey, right? Single family space. People are like, oh, no, we have you know 3% rates that we locked. Now the rates are at 7 Oh, what? We're going to buy and pay 7%? Yeah, but you can refi later. They're like, no, no, we'll wait till the rates come down. And I go... Yeah, everybody else are waiting too. So now, when the rates come down to let's say fives, everybody gonna start selling and buying. The prices will shoot up. What are you gonna say? Oh, there's never a perfect time to buy real estate. You cannot predict it. You can right. kind of see what's happening where we are in there's, the bank.
0: right. There's cycles,
1: right? Yeah, um, you look at the cycles, but you can never say when it's peaked or when it dropped fully. You just, you, 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 you can't, you, you can't. But one thing is that if it's working, buy it.
0: It's funny. Uh, I, you know, I see the pictures on the wall behind you, of, you know, your daughter's pictures. And it, it reminds me also of like, look, as a, you're married and you're having your first child, like there's never a perfect time, right. right. To have your first child, like you, like you, you're young, you don't ha- you know, typically don't have enough money, like. You're just struggling to figure it all out, and but it's a blessing, you know. It's a huge blessing, and I think that a lot of people that that were scared but took action and got into real estate. I think they, you know, it's different than obviously than than having a family, but they are very thankful that they got into the game.
1: It is. I'll I'll add something to this, which is just completely crazy. One of my friends, he. He's an IT business and uh, he works for an IT company and he goes and I tell him about real estate and he's like, yeah, but I, I got a single family there and I got a condo. So I'm OK. I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand the potential of it. You actively, you know, going and managing this thing here, you're completely passive. You're just going to get money for your investment. And he's like, yeah, I can do it with stocks. I'm like, yeah, but what if it drops? Right, And here you have a solid investment because he didn't know. So anyway, it took two years. He gave, uh, he invested with us $50,000. The very first month, he receives a distribution. He calls me and he goes, Vlad, I got the money in the bank. I'm like, that's great. Wow, that, that's awesome. He's like, what do I do with it? I'm like, <laughs> anything you want. It's your money. He's like, it's my money? Yeah, it's yours. Go spend it. Do whatever you want. Go to a restaurant. And you will receive something like this. It will change. It will vary. It's not going to be, let's say, $300 even or $500 or whatever. It will vary because it's based on distributable cash. So if distributable cash decreases, then, yeah, the amount will decrease. But you will not lose it because it compounds. It carries over to the next billing cycle, right? You're not going to lose it. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, why didn't you tell me about it before?" I'm like, "I did. I've been <sighs> telling you for 2 years. That's the idea behind it. That you get the money in the bank and go do whatever you want with it."
0: People have to be w- ready to hear it, right? Yeah. I mean, you there's some some people ha- have to be ready to hear it. You it might take a minute. So, hey, um, Vlad, I appreciate all your your comments, your advice, your influence, um, you know, if people want to reach out to you and get to know you better, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Yeah, of course. You can go to my website zanticventures.com. It's Z O N T I K ventures.com. Or you can just look me up on social media, Vlad Arakcheev. I have a very unique name, you know, I'm very easy to find. You, you might you up.
0: might want to spell the last name.
1: Yeah, Arakcheev is A R A K C H E-Y-E-V, Arakcheyev. And I'm on LinkedIn, on Facebook. I do some Instagramming. Uh, I do like funny TikTok videos because I like motorcycles. So every time I go oh, to like sweet. an appointment, yeah, I go to a networking event or appointment or something like that. I always, if I go on a motorcycle, unless it's raining, I don't, I don't ride in the rain. Um, then I just kind of take a picture or do a video and make sure to put the bike in the shot. Always, and people like, Oh, yeah, you ride motorcycles. I know. So they kind of get the idea. It's like, you that motorcycle real estate guy, right? I'm that's, like, Yes, that's great. Yes. What <laughs> so kind I'm of bike the, do you have? Real estate guy.
0: What kind of bike do you have?
1: Oh, I have a KTM Adventure motorcycle. It's a oh. KTM Adventure.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, look me up on social media. Connect with me and uh, ask me any questions. I'm more than happy to help. If I can't, I'll find an answer or I'll find someone who can help you. Absolutely, who who I can connect you with. So it's 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 a it's a you know it's great. I think it's just great. I you know it's it's a nice learning opportunity. It's it, it, how people get together and really meet. Take deals down. I never experienced that before until I got into real estate spaces. And
0: people helping each other, right? I mean, that just everyone's out for themselves typically in this world, and so it's refreshing. Right.
1: I'll I'll it's- give you another example. What uh, it wasn't me, but uh, a buddy of mine was looking for a loan, and uh, he was getting these high quotes from like local banks. So he 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 goes, "Who do you know that's doing a lot of business there?" And I know a syndicator, and uh, And they go, nah, they're not going to do anything for me. I don't even know them. So I made a phone call. I'm like, listen, I have a buddy looking for uh, a loan. Can you introduce them to your lender like a warm introduction? They did got like nearly a percent off of their loan just by a warm introduction. That's how it is. That's how it works. It's all about relationships. So if I go cold to a bank, they're going to treat me as a new customer. But if somebody else who they know brings me in and says, Hey, listen, this is Vlad. Take care of him. They are really gonna uh, look out for me and for my best interest. So it's, that's exactly how that works. It's, it's that's, who, you know, it's that's literally, a, that's
0: confident. a great story. That's a great story. And look, you went out of your way to help that person. And, and I'm and very so happy that I did. Huge, right? you know,
1: I mean, it, 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 it's such a small world. It's such a small community. You have no idea. People know everyone. Everyone. And
0: in life, there's two things, right? I mean, there's there's the financial gain, but then there's just the pure joy of, of, of helping, helping somebody, someone. You know? It's, it's
1: so, great to help another so,
0: human. Exactly, exactly. So Vlad, I appreciate you coming on the show. Listeners, I, I hope that you enjoyed that one. Until next week, sign off.
1: Thank you for listening to Darren
0: Batchelder's Real Estate Investing Show at darrenbatchelder.com. If you liked the episode, please provide us with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform of choice. If you already provided us with a five-star review, then thank you. And please share the show with a friend.